69 offers. He was giving them the business. They are surprised when people in Seattle don't want to eat squirrel parmesan. I legit free ball, man. Shut that's, up. that's awesome. It's the best. Bojack horse mom. I like your level of enthusiasm about Natalie and Bruglia. Your preference would be just like a bunch of people like quietly farting on you. If you travel back in time, don't bang your mom. My feelings are in my socks. You start your life pissing and shitting. Yourself. The circle of life is fast. And then you don't for a long time. And then you reach a point where again you're pissing and shitting yourself. Yeah, I would woof morning wood at this guy every single day. I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. Can I not get the Swedish chef as my quarterback? Recording one more time. Says I be recording, so I'm going to trust it this time. So yeah, we can start anytime, homie. I'm uh <clears throat> I got a bracket pulled up in front of me. Do we, are we doing real talk or are we doing the mascots? I would like to do both. I think we should pl- we should go through a bracket yeah, for real and then go through like a, a fuck around mascot based bracket. Done and done. I'm I'm with it. I'm down. I'm funky. I'm fresh. Um, so, so I guess the next thing is to just start the show. Like, hey, D2B2 listeners, what the hell is shaking with yous? Hi, diddly ho there, neighborinos. It's your boy, Derek Weber, here with Nick Sager over there in the virtual realm in a different place than me. Well, I'm in a real realm. You're just not in this realm. Good point. Same realm, different locations within that realm. What's a friendship realm? Ooh, uh, well, that's it's one step after. Um, fuck, the order of those. <laughs> well, you've heard of a, a realm. colleague. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's one league after the colleague realm. Workmates. Workmates. Well, workmates is below colleague. You go like workmates into colleagues. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I know strangers is at the very bottom, which Murray says he he has recently found out is almost everybody. <laughs> is almost everybody. The bottom right there, strangers, which is, seems to be almost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Flight of the Concords is so good. That episode is fantastic. Good uh, Jim Gaffigan cameo. Good Jim Gaffigan cameo is right. What do you call that color of your hair? <laughs> Rust belt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're sitting here right now getting ready to talk about March fucking madness, baby. MFM. MFM. Yeah, the March fucking madness. It's bracket season. We Time are going for to you experience gamblers to lose $20 in your work pool to some person who doesn't watch basketball at all and pick teams at random. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some fun here I am going to I'm going to fill out a bracket that I'm going to be entering In a real life competition On air And Ooh, nice. then We are going to Put together a fun bracket Where we, we collaborate uh, Dees and myself And we fill out a joint bracket Based strictly on relative Strength of that team's Nickname 
Yeah, and that's going to come into the variety of factors. Sometimes I'm going to be making my selection based on ferocity of the species or the uh, mascot itself. Sometimes it will be based on awesomeness, which could be a variety of factors involved. Just, just general awesomeness. Yeah, yeah, I mean, TBD on the thing that's awesome. Like, I don't want to define specifics before we get there, you know? That's what we call not, a tease. All right, all right. But it's not strictly going to be just ferocity. So you're not, this could not be a, it's not necessarily a strongest creature wins type of scenario. So there'll right. be upsets, I suppose, if you're gauging it based on strength, much like the real March Madness. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes it will be based on strength and ferocity, and sometimes a wild card factor will come into play. And I'll explain those instances as they arise for me personally. I got to be honest, I'm already excited about this. You ought to be fair, are an excitable person. I am, especially when I it comes to March Madness. And you get pumped. Quite oh, frankly. yeah. Especially when it comes to March Madness. Um, Dees, you are doing this on uh, pickhoops.com is that right correct the mundo sir so i am also going to do mine on pickhoops.com so that we do this with the uh well with the same rule set it wouldn't make sense if i'm doing it in a different contest with a different scoring system correct c all right do you want to break down real quickly while i get logged in do you want to break down how the scoring works in our contest that we are doing um, I'll have to pull that up independently. Sure. Are you telling me that you don't know what it is? Because no, I do not. But I've won money in this pool like three of the past six years. Would you consider the notion that understanding the scoring is critical to the success of your tournament entry or no? And if you say no, I'm down. Um, Yes and no. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's some importance. And well, I know it's like a multiplier thing, and I know each round goes up in value. Like I just didn't remember the specific numbers. That, that's that's a, well, yeah. Really, that's that's pretty much a given. But yes, you are correct. But uh, yeah, first round one, second round two, third round four, fourth round eight, semifinal sixteen, championship pick twenty five. How and then does the add work difference with, in seeds yeah. if result is an upset? Difference in seeds with, res with if the result is an upset. So this is incredibly important because how many points do you get for a correct pick in round one, right? How many points? One point, a singular uno. However, if you pick a 12 over a five upset, that's seven more points. Yeah, eight is a lot more than one. Yeah. So essentially, it's almost like getting a pick correct in the elite eight if you accurately pick a upset in round one. So... The scoring is fun. The scoring is fun. And it gives and a nice like balance. Nice balance of needing to correctly pick upsets and correctly pick long-term teams that go deep in the tournament. See. But let's get right into it. So how are we doing this? Are we each just like stating who we're taking in a respective bracket that we're building? So I'd say we just go game by game, right? Like pick a pick a corner. We'll start in that corner. And we'll we'll just run from there. And I'm probably going to want to chime in a little bit here and there. I'm going to want to share some some thoughts with you. I uh, I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, it'd be a you, very uninteresting podcast if it was just you guys being like Bama, Creighton, <laughs> Florida Atlantic, 
like really fucking boring podcast there. It, it's short as well. Very not a whole lot going on. <laughs> no, we not just leave much. a lot of empty space between each team. Not much to talk about. No, let's get right to it, man. That uh all about that action, boss. Top left corner, Bama versus the winner of TCC versus SEMS. Do you know what either one of those schools are? I was guessing Texas Christian College with TCC. (laughs) The ever popular Christian College. Yeah, I don't know, man. Christians make up weird shit. That uh, that was a thing down in Texas. That is Texas Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. I actually knew about the existence of that one. Damn, I feel bad about that. Did you know the existence of the Texas Christian College? Well, I was making that one up, but I was just guessing it existed. Ironically, that is a school in a different part of the bracket known as TCU, Texas Christian University. You may have heard of them. They beat well, yeah, Michigan yeah, no, in, no, in I the know, national I football they, semifinals. I know they exist, <laughs> but I just also thought there might be a Texas Christian college it's like a small, well. It's a small version of TCU. Yeah, like, I mean, west. this is Texans and Christianity we're talking about. There's no shortage <laughs> of shit named after Jesus. Yeah, well, I know. The, it, Texas Christian College is actually, a, it's, it's a sister school of Texas Handgun Reformatory University. <laughs> yeah, sister schools. Credits transfer between either one, which is really nice for the student body. It is. It is. You handy. just have to survive the weekly shootings on campus. Oh. At the Christian school. Relatively safe at the handgun university. <laughs> uh SEMS. You want to hit me with SEMS? What do you think SEMS is? Um, let's see. Southeast Maryland State. That's pretty well, it's not that good, but it's Southeast Missouri State. But I find it, it's weird that they actually put, they, well, I guess it's not weird, but they should have written down SEMO because that's what like literally everybody refers to the school as SEMO. Yeah. I would have gotten it if it was SEMO. Even the announcers are like offensive rebound SEMO. They're not like up, up the floor comes Southeast Missouri state. Like I said, I would have gotten it if it was SEMO. I just was, I was looking for SEMO on the bracket. I was bummed SEMO wasn't on the bracket. Like, yeah, no, I would have been there. Um, I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely convinced that Alabama is as good as everybody thinks they are. Alabama was the number one overall seed coming into this tournament. It looks like they were given a relatively clean path to the final four for the most part. Um, I think this is not necessarily the weakest bracket, but it's certainly not the strongest. Ken Palm is essentially where I go to for like core basketball research. Uh, Ken Palm gives Alabama the number 19th adjusted offensive ranking. That's based on points per 100 possessions. And the uh, number three adjusted defensive ranking. They also play very fast. Number four in tempo. And uh, it played a... A, a relatively relatively challenging schedule throughout the course of the year. A number five non-conference schedule and the SEC grades out very strong in terms of competition. I I don't really want to get into the Brandon Miller gun thing that's going on. I'd rather talk about the Texas handgun reformatory school. But uh, not only do I just quite frankly not feel like talking about it, but I don't have any idea what it's going to do to this team as far as going through the tournament. I'm not as impressed with them as most people are. I'm not going to even consider taking any 16 seeds over Alabama. Alabama 
easily moves on. Uh, poor Simo. <laughs> or Corpus Christi. So you're on Simo over Corpus Christi. Oh, I've got Simo way over Corpus Christi. Slam dunk uh, for the seams. Christian the College would have waxed that ass with Simo, with but um, Corpus Christi, bite in the dust. I would be very intrigued if I were to find out that the – I don't know the – I don't know the nickname or mascot of either one of these universities, although I should. Uh, I, I would like to hear that the SEMO are actually the semen. The SEMO semen would be nice. Yeah, the, the, or the SEMO swimmers. Well, those semen, they swim. Huh, they're semen. Yeah. Perfect. All right, on to Maryland, West Virginia. Because, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I, too, don't plan to take any 16s. I'll, I'll, I'll keep all four ones advancing in the first round. Yeah. Maryland, Maryland West, Virginia. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Mountaineers against Terrapins. I'll let you debate on that because this is going to come into play down the line. Um, uh, do you have any thoughts? Any opinions? Um, I'll, I'll wait to debate the mascot portion until we get there. I'll focus on the basketball for now. I, um, yeah, I meant, I meant basketball. Well, that's good. We're on the same page, and that's motherfucking sweet. Motherfuck, uh, motherfuck. No one's um, I don't know if you recall this about me. I am a <laughs> West Virginia guy. I'm a pro. I, I'm pro West Virginia. I ride with them. You uh, are this, a West Virginia guy. Pat White, Steve Slayton. Yeah, th- this Huggy is a, Bear. This the is a squad I kind of fuck with. Uh, two different times that I've taken them to the final four in a bracket, I've ended up paying out in said bracket pool. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to take him that far this time around, but I am going to take him over Maryland over complete nostalgia with no basketball analysis behind it. So I am also on West Virginia. There are uh, a lot of Big Ten representation in the eight, nine seeded games. Three Big Ten teams show up in these games. There are two of them that I absolutely hate. Maryland is one of them. Maryland is very bad away from home. And... They travel like shit. So you're not going to see a lot of Maryland fans at this game. Um, I like West Virginia. I think the Big 12 is a pretty damn strong conference. I don't think the Big 10 is that strong of a conference. We'll elaborate more on that as we go. But, uh, yeah, I'm going Mountaineers all day long. Mountaineers with me. Nice. Um, Question for you on the traveling like shit. Do you think it's because they try to like fold their shit versus doing the roll, which is obviously the more conducive packing method? I'm a I'm a, a folder. Uh, You're a folder. God, I'm a folder. I would have thought, thought you were less archaic than that, homie. I really would have thought you more a modern man. I like a nice crease. I, I can appreciate a crease. Mm. I will say that it isn't really all that of a problem for me because I I travel very light. I don't uh, I don't feel obligated to bring a lot of things with me when I go anywhere. I too travel pretty light. Well, fair enough. I was just curious if you had thoughts on why they travel like shit, but we can advance forward. We've got a big bracket to fill in and we're filling it in twice. So let's do this motherfucker. San Diego state C of C San Diego state mountain West champion. I think that the 27 and six San Diego state Aztecs are seated too low. Very Ooh. good. Very good team to be given a number five seed. COC is the College, uh, College of Charleston, uh, the Cougars of Charleston, I believe. Ooh, okay. I, I like me some Cougars. Charleston Cougars, 31-3, and three, champions of the Colonial Conference, last played in the NCAA tournament in 2018, 
where they lost to Auburn in the first round. This is uh, a game where I do think Charleston is very outmatched. However, it'll be an interesting game from a schematic standpoint because Charleston just runs, 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 runs up the floor. They play very, very fast-paced, and San Diego State does the exact opposite. San Diego State plays slow. uh, They play in control, in command, and they will really try to slow the game down on defense. So nine times out of ten, I think a matchup like that favors the much more talented team on defense. Giving it to San Diego State. Um, San Diego too- State, 10th best defensive team in the country. Also, 252 in terms of tempo. I do also like the Aztecs here. Uh, this is also a this is also a college with some t- some tournament pedigree and reputation. Uh, has been here before. Experienced coaching staff. Giving it. I'm with the I'm with the Aztecs. Virginia. Four versus thirteen. Virginia Furman. Cavaliers. Uh, Virginia Cavaliers, coached by Tony Bennett, matching up against the Paladins of Furman University, champions <laughs> of the <laughs> Southern really? Conference. Yeah, the Paladins. 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 Oh, that's fucking dope. All right, let's fucking go. Southern champ. Southern uh, champ. Last tournament Wait. appearance, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. I was not yet born the last time the Paladins made it to the NCAA tournament. See, give me your analysis. Uh, Virginia, much like San Diego State, also plays very slow, very methodical. Uh, they are a dynamic defensive team. The problem is that they're also very inefficient and very slow on offense. So Virginia is a team that if they somehow get down by 10, they're not built to come back from a 10-point deficit. Uh, they also, their uh, one of their big men just broke his hand in practice yesterday. So I am not impressed with Virginia as a number four seed. I think that they're worse than San Diego State. I think they're the worst four seed in the in the tournament. I'm going to take the Paladins of Furman as a massive number 13 seed upset. I too am going Furman for the pa- <laughs> for the Paladins for the team of destiny, name, baby. 42 years destiny, coming. 42 years in the wait. Uh, also, Virginia's last tournament appearance was 2021 when they lost in the first round to Ohio University. That's right, Ohio University. Virginia so has this- struggled. Virginia also was the only team ever to lose as a number one seed. Remember that? Only I, number one seed to ever lose. I'm sorry, ever lose their first game, I should say. I do obviously. remember that. Uh, Furman is the number 33 ranked offensive team. 27 and 7. They uh, they average outscoring their t- uh, opponents by eight and a half points per game. Uh, listen, if they get up, if they get up early, if they come out running, they can put up a lead. Virginia's not, they're not built to come back. So I'm going to, I'm going to play the Furman goes up, goes up quick. And, uh, and Virginia's not built for a comeback angle. That's the angle. There's always Furman. Furman. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I'm excited that you're on board with Furman. I've actually already taken them in another bracket just on the humor of the name. I'm about, yeah. it. I'm team, I'm team Furman over here. They're the furriest of men underneath suits of armor. Yeah, and as you know, from my friendship with Adam, I like furry men. <laughs> Number six seed Creighton Blue Jays against the 11 seed NC State Wolfpack. 
uh, both at-large bids, Creighton out of the Big East, which I think is a very underrated conference entering the tournament. Big Ten overrated, Big East underrated. Uh, you can expect the theme to follow here. I'm taking the Blue Jays. I think that much, like I said, Virginia was an overrated number four seed. I think Creighton is a very underrated number six seed. Creighton essentially does everything well. Uh, Ken Palm has them as the 13th best team in the country, which would effectively mean that they should be a four seed and they should be the best four seed. They're one of very few teams that is top 25 in adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency. Averaging 114 points per 100 possessions, only giving up 94. I like Creighton to make some noise. I like the Big East. And NC State is really a very helter-skelter team. So, I mean, NC State has the ability to pull an upset. NC State has the ability to win three games in this tournament. But they're they're just night and day in terms of what you see from one game to the next. Well, this will be the first spot that our draft boards differ, my friend. This is where I'm I'm taking the Wolf Pack. We're adding another man to the Wolf Pack. Yeah, I'm in. North Carolina State. uh, Last time they were in the tournament, 2018. First round loss to Seton Hall. Uh, This Wolf Pack is bloodthirsty. Uh, And as (laughs) as you were saying, they can get hot and cold any given night. I'm looking forward to a hot night start. They're coming in. Fiery, they're coming in. Fangs drawn. Oh. Wolf pack. God, I'm I'm sorry. This I know that sounds mascot influenced, but this is just a gut feeling for NC State. All right. All right. Go ahead, take us into the next game. Try Baylor versus Santa Barbara, the Gauchos. You see Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara Gauchos, the Big West champs. Last time they were in the tournament two years ago in a first-round loss to Creighton. I don't know much about UC Santa Barbara. Um, I didn't, quite frankly, I didn't bother looking up very much about UC Santa Barbara. I know that Baylor had has outstanding guard play, and I know that Baylor has uh, basically a core of six guys that play all deep minutes and all play efficiently and effectively. Baylor doesn't make mistakes. Very low turnover ratio. That's good enough for me. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm going to look back and say, why did I not look into this game? But I think Baylor is good enough that I don't really. I'm not worried about UC Santa Barbara. Could be. Yeah, fun. I'm. I'm riding with the Baylor Bears as well. And uh, a little preview to the mascot portion of this. Uh-huh. That's got to be the most uneven first round matchup: a bear versus a gaucho. What is it? Is a gaucho just like a Spanish cowboy? I th- I believe so. Yeah, that was what I that was what I thought it was. Yes. Uneven matchup. I mean, you know, like from from range, maybe the gaucho shoots the bear successfully, but like that bear can take a bullet or two and keep running at you, and you're not getting more than a couple shots off at that bear. You think that? Okay, sorry, so, I'm drifting off course again. We got to stay. We got to stay focused on real basketball. We'll get to the mascots. I was just giving right. a little taste. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's fair. Because I was gonna, I get excited sometimes. I, was I do too, buddy. Thing. I do too. We'll, we'll keep it going here. Missouri, Utah State, uh, the Aggies versus the Tigers. The 26 and eight Utah State Aggies facing off against the 24 and nine Missouri Tigers. Uh, this is so. This is a game that 
I'm going to share a little piece of advice for the casual college basketball fan or not college basketball fan, right? Because plenty of people that do not watch any college basketball enter brackets during March Madness every single year. So when you get to games like this, right, you're talking about a seven to ten seed game. We're talking about an eight to nine seeded game. If you can't decide how to pick one of these games that are pretty, at least in theory, should be evenly matched. Like, why not just take the team that's favored to win the game, which in this case is Utah State, right? So Utah State is favored by two and a half points. They're a 10 seed. We can secure some bonus points uh, via the upset. For the record, I also think Utah State is a much better team than they were given credit for. Utah State uh, is the 13th best team in terms of adjusted offensive efficiency. Uh, Believe it or not, 18th best overall in terms of Ken Palm rankings. I think Utah State not not given the credit that they deserve. That being said... It's a good position to at least share a little rule to consider when you don't have a strong opinion. Thoughts? I like that as a thought process. That makes a ton of sense to me as a uh, theoretical approach when you don't have a strong pull in a game. Especially, yeah, in one of these middling range, uh, closer to even matchups like you're saying. I like that approach quite a bit. I'm into it. There we go. I'm riding with you. Aggies, advance. Arizona Princeton in a 2-15 match to finish off the South Region. Arizona's Any reason a... I should ride with Princeton? No. No, I don't even really. I mean, do we need to talk about the game? I don't know. No, it's fine. I'll just roll for it. Yeah, we can. How do you di- how do you differentiate? We'll we'll come back to this. Yeah, let's just let's just go. Arizona <laughs> is gonna mop the floor with Princeton. I'm not Arizona concerned. waxing that ass on Princeton. All right, next region. East, as we said, all, we both plan on taking every one seed, so we'll just move on from Purdue versus the winner of the Texas Southern Tigers and the Fairly D Knights. I was I was wondering if you were going to come up with the fact that that's Fairly Dickinson. Fairly Dickinson University. Fairly Dick Knights? Fair Dick. Fair Dicks. Fair Dick. Yeah, hey, we're all about the Fair Dick here, but yeah, we're going to I'm going to take Purdue there. The 14 and 20 Texas Southern Tigers are in the NCAA tournament. 14. I didn't even notice that. Wow. Yeah. 14, 14 and 20. 20. 7 and 11. Slack champ. They slurpied it in the conference. 7 and 11 in their conference. Fucking the Swack champs, though, dog. When you win the Swack, you're in. <laughs> now, Memphis, Florida Atlantic. This is an interesting game, too, because I think if you were to take the eight teams that are that make up all of the eight seeds and all the nine seeds. So we're talking Maryland, West Virginia, Iowa, Auburn, Arkansas, Illinois, Memphis, Florida, Atlantic. I think Memphis, Florida, Atlantic are the two best out of those eight teams. (laughs) Fascinating. And somehow they ended up getting put facing each other. I. I. I really like the way Memphis is playing as of late. Uh, Memphis stormed through the American Conference tournament, beat Houston, who I think is the best team in this tournament in the championship game. Memphis also barely lost to Houston in the, I want to say, second-to-last game of their season prior to the tournament beginning. Memphis, coached by Penny Hardaway, is playing really good ball. My my concern for Memphis in the long run is that they are – they're prone to turning the ball over. Uh, they turn the ball over 15.6% of, of possessions, which is almost one out of every six times they get the ball to give it away. 
It's a yeah, staggering. Yeah, that's a pretty rough turnover ratio for sure. However, but, uh, yeah. As much as I like the Owls, uh, we're we're riding with the uh, the Memphis Tigers. Yeah, I'm rolling with Memphis as well. Love Coach Penny. Hoping to see him get a more major job here soon. Um, love to see players that I loved from the 90s and early aughts getting coaching and management positions in college and pros. Just uh, makes my old man basketball heart happy. And uh, Penny Hardaway is certainly one of those. So, yeah, fuck old yeah. Old man heart. Old man heart over here. But, yeah, lo- love the Memphis Tigers. I mean, they're the American champs. The champions of America. Uh, now, and the fact that they beat Houston is very impressive because that is an incredibly talented basketball team. So, yeah, I'm riding with Memphis. Duke. ORU. Oh, Oral Roberts. Oral yeah. Roberts. <laughs> oh, man. If only Oral Roberts could have matched up with Fair Dick in the first round. That would be amazing. Do you know where Fairly Dickinson is? Fuck no, I don't know where Fairly Dickinson is. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I think it's in Georgia. <laughs> All right, you're guessing Georgia. I am guessing. Oh man, what am I? Montana. Montana. Well, okay. So it's, we didn't put enough thought into this. They, they they were the champion of the Northeastern Conference. So oh, how the, right. I did <laughs> very poorly done. Uh, I will Let's instead. Go, uh, I'll go with Delaware instead. Then I was going to say Delaware. I guess I'll go. God, Jesus, this is Chad. Uh, uh, New Hampshire. Uh, it is no. New Jersey. No shit. It's Jersey. Uh, it's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck. Oh, it's Teaneck? I like Teaneck yeah. better. I know. Fair dick. Fair dick out there in Teaneck. Uh, yeah, what, I, do you have Oral Roberts pulling the upset over the Blue Devils? Um, 30 and four summit champs last time they were in the tournament two years ago, third round loss to Arkansas. I legitimately want to take Oral Roberts. Uh, Oral Roberts can, they can light up the scoreboard. They can play fast. Uh, they can score almost at will against almost anybody. And the problem that I have is that Duke has gotten so much better as the year has gone on duke looked very questionable early in the year they looked okay in the middle of the year now they're coming off a strong finish they won two games against north carolina they just won the acc tournament in relatively convincing style beat miami beat virginia along the way duke is hot at the right time so i'm gonna stick with duke although this is an appealing upset if i'm filling out multiple brackets i'm taking oral roberts in a couple of them yeah, your boy is taking Oral Roberts in damn near all of his brackets. And like that's it. not just for the humor of the name Oral Roberts. It's all sort of a deep-seated uh, disliking of Duke. Okay. Fuck Duke. Loved, I'm just, I just want to be able to cheer for an upset of, of Duke in as many brackets as possible. So uh, going to continue riding with that. Oral Roberts, baby, let's go. <clears throat> The Robertsist of Orals. The most Robert Oral. All right. Tennessee. Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, the Raging Cajuns 
champions of the Sun Belt, first tournament appearance in almost 10 years, facing off against the Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee is a very good defensive team. They are also a team that can go cold. They can go through scoring droughts like it's nobody's business. Um, Tennessee is another four-seeded team that I think is seeded too high. I'm not quite ballsy enough to take Lafayette here, but even though I will take Tennessee here, I would be taking whoever I had in the previous game, Duke or Ole Roberts. Uh, Duke or Oral Roberts I would have beating Tennessee in the next round. So I'm going volunteers here, only game they win. One game and out for the Vols for Nick inspires me to make a... I, I feel like there's very often two teams on the teens or the fringe teens that wind up battling in one region. Why not this one? Raging Cajuns. Let's go. The battle of Oral Roberts versus the Raging Cajuns. I, I, I like the way this is, uh, this is coming together. Thanks. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I like mine is seemingly going to be the more ballsy bracket. It, it seems. Mm, we just started on the wrong side. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Nice. Heard that chef heard that. Uh, six-seeded Kentucky versus 11-seed Providence. Providence never performs well in tournaments, at least they haven't since the 1990s. Uh, Kentucky is an outstanding rebounding team. Providence is very short. Uh, I am a big, big, big fan of the coach of the Providence Friars. Ed, Ed Cooley. I love Ed Cooley. Ed Cooley is a fantastic basketball coach. Uh, I think Providence is outmanned. I, I, uh, I like Kentucky. Yeah, I've uh, I've got a couple of wild ones in this side already. I'll go with Kentucky on this one as well. Sure. Kansas State, Montana State. A couple of state schools cutting it up. Cutting it up. Kansas State is one of the stronger teams in the Big 12. A lot of Big 12 teams made the tournament, and I think some of the bottom teams that did qualify aren't all that good. Um, I, I do think that Kansas State is a good team. I'm a little bit concerned about how they play away from home. However, they don't have anywhere near the traveling of the Montana State Bobcats. Should have a much more friendly collection of fanfare in the stadium. Kansas State plays good D. Montana State has trouble scoring at times. Wildcats, I don't have any 14 over three upsets this year. Zero 14 threes for big Nick over here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to ride with Kansas state as well on this affair. Montana state doesn't feel like the spot. I want to swing for a 14 seed ride with it. Michigan state USC bad, bad matchup for USC. Uh, USC is very guard heavy. They very frequently have four guards on the floor. Michigan State can play inside out almost any time they want. Uh, while USC can get hot from the floor, they can get hot, can get hot from outside. They can put up numbers in bunches. Uh, it just in terms of scheme, in terms of, of build, Michigan State is a nightmare first-round team for USC. This is before we even talk about the fact that they're coached by Tom Izzo. Yeah, Tom Izzo. Ever heard of him? Yeah, I'll ride with I'll ride with Sparty on this one. This uh, it, I am filling it out on pick hoops because it's part of this bracket group that Nick and I have played in for years, hosted by a good pal of his, and uh, it is a good pal of his who is an MSU grad, 
and there's a shitload of MSU people in this pool. So I tend to pick away from MSU a lot because I feel like I'll just be one of the masses. It's an incredibly, it's an incredibly good point. I, I actually, I planned on bringing this up and it totally slipped my mind, but yeah. I would well, and the say, first round, first round here's a different thing, but yeah, I tend to skew away from taking deep Sparty runs in this pool because so many people will have a deep Sparty run filled out. This isn't a huge bracket pool, but it's relatively large. I want to say we had around 150 people last year. You feel like that sounds about right? Yeah, I think that was about that. I think a little over that. But that's a, yeah, pretty reasonably large size group of people, I'd say. Between Not enormous, and, but yeah. Between 150 and 200, we'll call it, right? Yeah, that sounds right. But uh, I, I feel comfortable saying that close to half of those brackets are filled up by Michigan State students or graduates. Yeah, that's probably oh, right around 50%. Yeah, or spouses of Michigan State grads. <laughs> so yeah, also yeah, that. You, you pretty much have to... It's it's bizarre how it goes, right? Because they 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 truly do fill out their brackets with their hearts. So, if a surprising MSU if if MSU makes a surprising run like this, where they're a number seven seed, if they were to like beat a number two seed, say in Marquette, who is going to beat the Vermont Catamounts, and you aren't on it, like you're in trouble right away because so many people just have them going deep that all of a sudden you're like in a handicap against fifty people that did the same upset. All of them. Yep. Yep. That holds However, up. However, if you pick against them and you're right, then you're in a tremendous spot. So it, it's a it's a bizarre thing. Agreed. But yeah, Sparty in the first round. Uh, I agree with your points about matchup nightmares for USC and about coaching as far as that one guy, Coach Izzo, goes. I met Coach Izzo at a at a wedding once. Really. Yeah, true story. I was with I was at a wedding with an ex of mine years and years ago, and he was there in attendance uh, on the like her side was the groom side. He was like on the bride side. And I like was outside having a cigarette and saw him outside talking to someone just like went up and shook his hand and like made a joke about go blue. But like it was fun. He, he, was he also was he also smoking a cigarette? Uh, no, he was smoking a cigar. Was he smoking crack? Uh, unless there was cracks well rolled into the cigar, no. Can you crack up a cigar? Can you, like, can you I dip a rock into a cigar? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so, but I know very little about crack smoking. I don't even know a lot about cigar smoking, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I know more about cigar smoking than <laughs> crack smoking. But, yeah, I'm pretty novice on both categories, I suppose. Yeah. I guess if you're just thinking about... From socioeconomic, okay, let's get down to brass tacks here. If you're gonna put crack into a cigar, like it's probably like a black and mild, which I don't think Tom is was smoking a black and mild. No, you have to assume that that bad boy was at minimal like Guatemala to Honduran, if yeah. not full scale Cuban. Outside of the the movie Traffic, I think that there's a big socioeconomic disparity between those that smoke crack and those that smoke cigars. I do believe you're correct, sir. <laughs> And on that note, we ride. There is also uh, a very large disparity between the quality of basketball programs in Vermont and Marquette. Marquette, uh, Big East champion, rolls into the second round over the Vermont Catamounts. Do you know what a Catamount is? I do not, sir. You're going to have to look this up. I'm Catamounts, going to have to. There are, well, we're, we're going to talk about it at some point soon, right? Can it, can it, can it, uh, I guess... 
defeat a golden eagle in terms of ferocity it's, or it's awesomeness or your two qualifiers. It's a species of cougar. A catamount is a cougar? Yeah, apparently. So a catamount is actually just a cat? As a cat. What is a catamount? Uh, a medium-sized or large wild cat, especially a cougar. I'm looking at their logo, and it's a cat jumping through a V. Sick. Insert yeah, they, X-rated joke. Yeah, cat jumping might, through a V. Yeah, that might be a 15 seed that advances in the in the uh, mascot brawl. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, that thing's gonna have some anarchy, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, so into the into the Midwest region again. Houston beats North Kentucky. Iowa versus Auburn in another eight nine. Another Big Ten team that I hate in the first round. Uh, basically, Iowa's the exact same thing as Maryland. They're a team that's really good at home that plays poorly away and doesn't travel well. Uh, furthermore, do you know where this Iowa Alabama game? I'm sorry. Oh fuck. <laughs> do you know where the Iowa Auburn game is being played? I do not. In Alabama. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. So one team doesn't travel well. The other team is playing down the road. Iowa plays no defense whatsoever. They can score. Iowa can score in in tons and in a hurry. But team that doesn't play, I, I don't want a team that is strictly offense and no defense in a hostile environment in a tournament game far away from home when they don't travel. Heard that, Chef. Yeah, all right. Teams that are streaky and score in bunches need, need fans. For sure, like that's fair. rallying. Yeah, Iowa's the number three adjusted offense, number 167 defense. Yep. Give me, give me Auburn. I'm with you. Auburn on the flip side is top 50 in both. 48 offense, 29 defense. Auburn. Auburn is a, a, a game that I would be betting in the first round. Miami. Drake. Uh, got anything about Drake? I love... The Drake Bulldogs. I love the Mississippi Valley champs. I think that if you were to take off their uniforms and put on Duke uniforms, you would not be able to tell the difference. Drake plays very, very smart basketball. They don't turn the ball over. They do create turnovers. Those are two things that are very, very key in tournament style basketball. This is a tough game for me because I like Miami and I like, uh, what the fuck's his name? Jim Larroquette. Is that their name? The, I don't know. The Hurricanes coach? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I do not know. Jim, Larroquette uh, Jim is L- a dope Larenga. John Larroquette was like the old Night Court guy. <laughs> Night Court. Yeah. All right. Um, Jim Jim Lar- Jim Laranega. Jesus, man. It's late, dude. I've had a lot of coffee, a lot of other stuff. I do like... I like Miami as a basketball team. Uh, Miami, while good on offense, does not play solid D, and they don't create turnovers. I think turnovers are key in tournament games. Drake can force them and not give them up. Miami does not force them. It's going to make it tough to beat a team that's very efficient when you can't create turnovers. Give me the Drake Bulldogs 12 over 5 upset. Ooh, hell yeah. Love it. Uh, I, too, am going to ride with the Drake Bulldogs here. Oh, yeah, you might I'm be a, getting. Well, that's a, well, never mind. I'll let you keep going. No, I'm a, I'm feeling it for the reasons you just stated. Um, I'm also feeling it because of the fact that I think that the, the team that they'll end up playing would beat 
either team anyway, so why not swing for the extra points here? A little, little bit of math strategy playing into this 12. Miami Hurricanes 16-1 and one at home, 8-9 and nine away from home this year. I'm sorry, 16-1 and one at home, 9-6 uh, and six away from home. Yeah, uh, they made it to the regional final last year and lost to Kansas. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm riding with Drake as well. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm down. Indiana, Kent State. Can you name the best athletic alumni, best athlete <laughs> to come out of Kent State? Best golden flash in pro sports history. Drew Brees? No, Brees went to Purdue. Purdue, oh shit. Um, it's uh, it's somewhere in the recesses of my brain, but I'm not going to pluck it quick. Give it to me. I think this guy may have thrown to, may have caught passes from Drew Brees. If not, he barely missed him. It is uh, Antonio Gates. It's a Kent State Golden Flash. Oh. Antonio Gates uh, was actually a power forward on the Kent State basketball team. Nice. Uh, that same Kent State basketball team that once had Antonio Gates playing power forward is going to upset the Indiana Hoosiers. This is my 12 versus 13 matchup in the second round. Indiana really, really does not impress me outside of Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis is going to be a lottery pick in the NBA. He's a very fundamentally sound big man. He cannot play outside of the lane. He has no outside shot, but he's very strong on the interior. If you take that guy away, the rest of this team is not very talented. Indiana was 15 and two at home, seven and nine away from home this year. Kent State can score. Kent State was a uh, the best team in a very, very surprisingly difficult Mid-American conference. I don't like Indiana. They're another Big Ten team that underwhelms me. I'm, I'm following a trend here where every year we get to the tournament and we start to see that teams from a certain conference, that conference was not as good as we thought. And for me, it's the Big Ten this year. Fascinating. Well, <clears throat> You've just successfully sold me on Kent State. I'm joining you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Doing it. I'm, I'm joining this. Two 12-13s in my bracket. Hell yeah. Get it, girl. So far, I've taken all three 13s also for the record. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking anarchy. Let's go. You are going to have to. Are you going to? You're going to do more than one, right? You're going to do a couple. Yeah, I I'll probably want to make tone it, like it down on your next. <laughs> your I, next I, I I will I will for sure. But yeah, this we're one, not gonna have it. to. I don't know. Fuck it, do whatever. Hey, you we're want. going anar- I'm going with some anarchy in this one for sure. It's it's groovy. On to Iowa State and a play-in game between the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the Pittsburgh Panthers. So maybe you can explain to me why they do this, or maybe I could just look it up. But I don't, uh, I don't feel like looking up. I would just rather talk about it and have a conversation. Why is it that every year there are two play-in games that are 16 seeds and there are two play-in games that are 11 seeds? Because these are, both, also, these are both at-large bids, right? Mississippi State and Pittsburgh, they didn't win a conference. They didn't win a conference tournament. They're at-large bids. So 
like if they're an 11 seed, why do they have to play an extra game when fucking Northern Kentucky does not? Like now, granted, they're just going to go get mopped up by Houston anyway. But like, why wouldn't that? Have, why wouldn't they have to play an extra game? Why wouldn't yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, you would think that like the worst four extra, the worst eight extra teams. I'm sorry, the worst four extra teams, eight extra teams, would be the bottom, and then would play into the 16. But I, I agree. I have no idea what uh, differentiates and creates this 11 seed play in, where it's like, ah, I'm either not in the tournament at all, or I get to be an 11 seed. It's like really weird. I think the answer. I did not look this up. I'm just working through this in my head. I think what they do is they they take what they presume to be the four worst conference champions. So the four worst automatic bids get have to play a play-in game, and then the four worst at-large bids. Because everybody seated 12 or lower was a, was a conference champion. So the committee must have thought that Arizona State, Nevada – Mississippi State and Pittsburgh were the four worst at-large teams to get in. What do you think about that theory? Okay. I mean, it it makes as much sense as anything I can think of. <laughs> One time you said the same thing about the fact that people shake hands with their right hand because in the olden days, people used to wipe their ass with their left hand. You also said that made as much sense as anything else in the world. I mean, yeah, but like out of context, you make it sound weird. What we were in the middle of a weird conversation when you said this, you were like, oh, that makes as much sense to me as about anything else in the world. And I was like, that makes as much sense as anything else in the world. Yep. I, I, you know, I stand by it. As you did. Fact, you I'm, did at the time, too. I, yeah. I appreciate your commitment to this notion. Yeah, man. Hey, I say a thing. I mean it. <laughs> right. Iowa State. Iowa State, 500 in the Big 12, 19 and 13 overall. Cyclones, what do you make of this versus the winner of the Mississippi State Bulldogs versus Pitt Panthers? Talk to me about this. Um, I, am, in fact, am taking the Cyclones here. This is another team like West Virginia that, you know, I'm pretty prone to ride with a lot of years. And uh, that ride's going to continue here. Love me some Cyclones. Let's fucking go. Iowa State. I don't have a good read on Iowa State. I have bet against Iowa State a handful of times this year, and I think I've lost every single time. I just can't seem to figure them out for better or for worse. Uh, I know they're a good defensive team. They did not play a very challenging schedule. 203rd ranked non-conference strength of schedule. However, they played the number one schedule in terms of opposing offenses. Iowa State plays very slow, 326th overall in terms of tempo. I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Panthers win their playoff game, play in game, and then beat the Iowa State Cyclones. I'm taking Pitt, although I do have the benefit of this possibly being Mississippi State. Hell yeah. No, I I'm 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 glad you're taking a play in team. Uh, that gets me excited. That gets me hyped. I'm pretty confident this happens every year. I feel like every year a playoff, a play-in team wins a game, or two games for that matter. Love it. I'm here for it. I'm about I'm it. Fucking, I'm pretty sure UCLA went to the Final Four as a playoff team a couple years ago. Dang, play-in son. Team. 
I knew what you meant. But uh, sweet. Xavier. Kennesaw. 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 I think I think it's Kennesaw. But it looks like Kennesaw. I think it's pronounced Kennesaw. It's on here. Yeah. It is. No, I, well, I, don't, I don't doubt their spelling. I think that's how it's pronounced, though. It's Listen, mm. they're in Georgia. You, you, you can do whatever you want with vowels when you're in the South. The Atlantic Sun Championship. Yeah. See what I mean? This is the first appearance. Oh, first timers. First got, timers for the Owls. We got some first timers in the crib. <laughs> what movie is that from? Hey, we got some first timers. Oh, it's from uh, Big Daddy when he takes the kid trick or treating. Hey, we got a first timer over here. <laughs> first timer over here. Yeah. How about that? 15 and three, Kennesaw State Owls. Um, I don't know much about them. I picked Xavier blind because I like the fact that Xavier can put up points and I like the fact that they're in the Big East. That's good enough for me. I don't. I uh, actually do have a bracket already that takes Xavier to the final four. So with that in mind and knowing that the Kenesaw fucking, what was that? Owls? Owls. One of two sets of owls in the tournament. Love a pair of owls. Uh, I'm going to take a 14 here, baby. Let's go. Let's go. First timers in the tournament. Repping Kenesaw real hard. Let's go. Kenesaw. And it sets up a deep run for Iowa State for me, which is going to be fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, here we go. The Cyclones whirlwinding through the tournament, as you would say, not me. Get, yeah, get to get to play a play-in t- winner and then the Kenesaw Owls. Uh. All right, Texas A&M, Penn State. Texas A&M at large from the SEC, 20, uh, 25 and 9, 15 and 3. In the SEC has not been to the tournament since 2018 when they lost to Michigan before Michigan made it to the final four. Ah, okay. Okay. Penn state barely lost in the big 10 conference championship game against Indiana. They only went 10 and 10 in conference play. I'm taking Penn state here. Uh, this, this particular bracket is pretty, well, this, this region of my bracket is, is ridden with upsets. I've got a 10, Actually, I've got 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13 all moving on in this bracket. So I went a little wow. bit nuts here. Uh, this is Penn State's first appearance as well? Like, really? I guess that's that's surprising to me. It's not, like, mystifying, but it's surprising to me. That's surprising to me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go just to, just to have a little bit more variance from you at this point because up to this point I've only made, like, three different picks than you. Uh, and I've got a lot, a lot of upsets going on already. I'm going to take A&M here. I'm going to pump my brakes a little bit. And I'm going to ride under your Big Ten is overrated theory and go with A&M here. Uh, Penn State is a terrific shooting free, uh, terrific free throw shooting team, and they don't turn the ball over. If you can hold the ball and you can shoot free throws, I will side towards that kind of thing in a toss-up game. I do love those two things in college quite a bit. Still gonna stick with A and M anyway. Need some variance from you. This is a coin flip. I mean, this is I don't have a strong opinion on this. Fair enough. Yeah, no, that's fine. Like I said, I want to switch it up, and I've got I just took. A You've 14. got plenty of upsets. I got yeah, plenty I mean, of upsets. Yeah, I need I need a couple a couple less upsets going forward. Texas Colgate. I imagine we're both taking the two seed. We are taking the two seed. I will be betting on the Colgate Red Raiders plus fourteen and a half points. Ooh, I, I want to make that bet too because I don't think Texas is that sweet. So I, I could I could see a I could see a bad team covering. 
I'm taking a landslide worth of points. Uh, Colgate, home of the uh, Broken Lizard movie writing and acting group. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, they are Red Raiders, Farva. Red Raiders. But I am taking Texas. Yep, riding with Texas. Into the last region. We're almost through the first round here. Uh, The West region. Here we go. Kansas. We can just lock that in over Howard. Kansas over Howard. Kansas, most people consider to be the most complete team in the bracket. Not necessarily the best. People seem to think Alabama is the best. Kansas, most, most complete, least flawed team, I suppose. Noted. Uh, and then we get to my SEC team, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Shout out the Kleitsch von Kleitsch Kleitsch twins out there. Oh, Kleitsch uh, von homies, Kleitsch wherever y'all are at. Um, yeah, before Nick even gives his analysis, I'm just going to lock in that I'm going to Arkansas here. Uh, Nick, analyze the game for me. Arkansas is one of few teams that still play full court press uh, basketball. Arkansas Razorbacks coached by, I believe, Nick Nurse, who uh, formerly coached at Romulus High School, not too many miles down the road from us. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, I don't think he's a local boy, but he has some local ties to the area in terms of uh, coaching background. Oh, shit. That's now, that guy coaches uh, Alabama, Nick Nurse. That's also cool still. But anyway. It's not, uh, as cool. it's not as cool when you talk about it for no reason whatsoever. That's okay, buddy. It's okay <laughs> to be wrong, pal. We're humans. We out here living, making mistakes for a day. Uh, Eric Musselman, uh, former NBA coach, I believe. I believe he coached the Warriors at one point, Eric Musselman. However, uh, that being said, Arkansas is talented. They press well. Uh, they play reasonably good D. They also can go on scoring droughts. Like it's nobody's business. Um, 16th ranked defensive team. Ken Palm likes them. Ken Palm likes them a good bit. I've been low on the Big Ten thus far. I'm going to take Illinois in this game. I think Illinois has enough of a presence on the interior. I think they can out-rebound Arkansas. And if Arkansas goes cold from the outside, this game's over. Nice. A little more differentiation between us. Digging it. On to St. Mary's VCU. St. Mary's plays the third slowest basketball in all of college basketball. Uh, They play very, very good defense. BCU, the days of Shaka Smart were fun. They were exciting. The Atlantic 10 champ is they're really going to have a hard time putting up points against St. Mary's. I think St. Mary's controls the tempo. I think St. Mary's gets good shots because they don't rush them. I think that a team that is willing to play slow against a team that does not want to play slow much like i said about the san diego state charleston game is a problematic situation i'm taking the gales of st mary's for the record i don't know what a gale is i would assume it's like a gale of wind no it's a different spelling oh you're totally right a g-a-e-l-s gales well we'll find out here going uh when we get to the mascot draft in a bit uh versus the vcu rams um, I'll go with St. Mary's as well. Pedigreed tournament team. Know how to handle their business. Been here before. Uh, small school, so probably a lot of third and fourth year players. Lo- love some older players come tournament time. Yeah, ride with St. Mary's. St. Mary's only gives up 59.3 points a game. Wow. <clears throat> Huskies. 
Gales. Oh, another Gales? Oh, we could so we could have a battle of the Gales in the first round. Gales versus Gales. Well, we could wind up with the St. Mary's Gales versus the Iona Gales. That would be pretty badass. Well, tell me why the Gales would have a chance, or if they don't. Is this just a UConn walk away? The Gales won't have a chance. I love the Big East. UConn has uh, UConn has two seven footers. Uh, Iona does not have a legitimate big man at all. Uh, UConn owns the glass. They can score. They are also a very good. Well, I mean, obviously they're a very good offensive and defensive rebounding team against an Iona team that is not. Walk away. They're gonna they're gonna run. Iona off the floor. UConn top 20 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Heard that, and I had to look up what a Gale was. It is a member of the Gaelic-speaking peoples inhabiting Ireland. So it's an Irish person. Oh, Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man. So he, the, exa- <laughs> the example sentence is the Romans never invaded Ireland. So the Gales remained isolated and were able to develop a distinct culture. Not to be confused with the Isle of Furman, which is a completely different thing altogether. Very different thing. I want to be able to set up for the battle of the Gales, but I, I can't do it here. I got, I got to go. I got to go Huskies as well. You can. I might go that way in the mascot draft. We'll find out. I, I... <laughs> All right. TCU. TCU uh, against the winner of Arizona State, Nevada. Yeah, yet another uh, yet another 11 seed play in here. Uh, TCU, have... TCU is, is almost the same thing as uh, as Iowa State for me. I just I can't get a good read on TCU. I know they have the ability to play well. I know they have the ability to get crushed, and I don't really know why, and I can't figure out what causes them to do either one of these things. I know they play okay offense. I know they play pretty good defense. I know they play sort of fast. Like They just seem like they don't have any great strength, but maybe not any great weakness, which is why I can't get a good read on them, right? Tough call, buddy. Tough call. I'm going to go with my first. Uh, this, I'm going to take a play in victory here. Uh, your murkiness on TCU. I want to have at least one play in winner advancing in my bracket. I'm going to take this region right here. I'm going to take another one, and I'm going to say it's going to be Arizona State. Um, I like Nevada. I think the Mountain West is pretty underrated. So I've, actually, I think as of right now, I've got, the, I've got the Mountain West winning some games. I've got San Diego State. I've got Boise State. Let's uh, Mountain West representation, but, you're, right. but you think Sun Devils here? No, I think Nevada, Mountain West. Nice. Nevada, heard. All right. Zags, GCU, Grand, Grand Canyon Antelopes. Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University is one of my favorite college basketball teams to bet on because their arena gets rowdy. Like Word? The Antelopes represent, dude. The whack champs is don't a, fuck around? This is a raucous place to play. I love betting the Antelopes at home. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. They can they can score. Uh, Gonzaga can score. This should be this scoreboard should should click up pretty high in this game. I'm gonna bet on the Antelopes. They're catching 15 and a half points. I'm gonna take that because they can score, but I they don't have what it takes to beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga's got so much experience. They have they're so well coached. 
and, and they're, I mean, it's not like they're not talented. I mean, <laughs> right. No, I'm riding Zags as well. I am excited to hear that you have such a strong opinion of the Grand Canyon Antelopes, the WAC champions, dude. That makes me hype. That gets I me like excited for that game. Circling that game. I'm uh, I'm pretty hyped. So I, I work Thursday morning, and then I'm off Thursday night. So I'm gonna have I've got two TVs at my bar, gonna have a couple games on while I'm at work, gonna clock out and have a beer and sit there and watch games for a bit. I'm pretty excited. Great opening it. day plans, man. I fucking love the tournament. All right. Northwestern, Boise. All right, does the Big Ten hate continue, or do you Big take Ten, a Big Ten uh, winner? So it's this is a double-sided uh, sword here. I, I love the Mountain West. Like I said, I actually accidentally said that I I was picking. Uh, oh yeah, Boise you gave State that away a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Northwestern to me, Northwestern was the, the <laughs> they were the second best team in the Big Ten during the regular season. Like I don't even think Northwestern students knew that. Like. I think that the way that the Big Ten feasted on each other all year long, the way that every team in the fucking conference was like nine, nine and seven, ten and ten and six, nine and seven, ten and six, whatever. I don't think that's because they were all good. I think it's because they were all average. Heard that? Yeah, that can happen. You know, we we've seen that before. We've seen the Big Ten be that before. Like we've also seen t- that go the other way. But this that's time, true? this time, I I think it's it's a a measure of mediocrity, not a measure of lots of talent. Right. I, mean, how, I don't know how many fucking NBA players are in the Big Ten right now outside of Trace Jackson Davis. Is there any other first round pick in the in the Big Ten? Maybe you the other me, Murray, maybe Keegan Murray's brother. There's not that many. Yeah, dude, give me Boise. I'm with it. Broncos, son. Bronco Let's go up. <laughs> and then I assume we're both taking two seed UCLA. Any special notes about UNC Asheville? No special notes about UNC Asheville whatsoever. I'm a, I'm I'm bummed out because uh, I really like this UCLA team. They were going to be they were going to be my team to win it all. They suffered a really, really disappointing injury late in the year that just it's it's got me off them. So it's a different conversation now. But we'll, we'll get to that later. Tough. All right, uh, we are into the second round. Uh, do you mind if we take a five minute pause here? I think we might have to, cause I think our, our call is about to expire anyway. Oh, uh, is that what happens on this motherfucker? I think so. I don't know how much mm. time you have, but you don't have endless time on Skype. I thought we did. I thought that's why we started using Skype instead of zoom is that the zoom kept ending on us. Cause we're like an uh, hour you, 10 right now. You might be right, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Five, five minute up, dude. It's all good. I need to get some water. My throat's getting dry on me. Um, Perfect. Yep. I, um, I'll, I'll be back on in like three to five. I might even crack a beer joining in the drinking lightly here. Now we're making, now we're getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's reset in three to five. See you in a sec. Click clack goes the business. Into the second round we go. Alabama, West Virginia. I think we both had West Virginia, right? We do. Yeah. Um, West Virginia. I was just playing around a little bit. I'm looking at at ways that I'm going to bet the first round of the tournament. I think I'm going to bet a West Virginia Auburn parlay. Both to win their first round games against Iowa and Maryland, just because like I had the same theory on Iowa and Maryland, both that they they don't travel well, they don't play well away from home. The Auburn Iowa game is in Alabama. I think I'm going to do a, a West Virginia Auburn parlay. 
Nice. Love it. A little nine seed parlay. Yeah. The double niners. Uh, that double being said, uh, I can't get behind West Virginia beating Alabama. I'm, I know I keep repeating myself that I'm not convinced that Alabama is the best team in this tournament, but they're not going to get up. I did by West Virginia. It's I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I'm Alabama's, riding with them as well. I love Alabama's West Virginia. One, one of only four teams that are in the top 20 in terms of offensive and defensive efficiency. That's a good way of measuring a, of a dominant team. Agreed. Love it. I'm riding with the Alabama roll tide as well on this one. San Diego State, and I've got San Diego State versus Furman here. I have I have the the men of fur as well. <laughs> um this this might be a fun place to to take a take a stand here and uh and let let Furman move on. But I'm gonna stick with my good core defensive team. I think that uh San Diego State nothing Furman does is impressive enough to be able to overcome a dominant defense like San Diego State has. That's the way that I'm looking. But it would that, be damn damn fun to man man the fur. I I too I love the fur man, but yeah, I'm riding San Diego State as well. Not getting crazy on that one. Uh NC State Baylor, round two. So this is the other way for me. I am not on the Wolfpack. I'm on the Creighton Blue Jays, and I am on the Creighton Blue Jays uh moving past Baylor. Okay, nice. Wow. Um I am going to take Baylor advancing here. I I, I like I, I like that I got my little wolf pack upset in, but I'm going to take Baylor to advance past that. Uh, Utah State, Arizona, Arizona, Arizona has dominant men inside. Uh, they they play at a consistently competitive level. They lost a handful of guys to the NBA. Well, they actually lost two two guys at the NBA draft last year, but uh, Benedict Matherin was a, a, an impact player in his first year as a rookie dominant player at Arizona last year. They did not really seem to lose anything. Uh, their big man can play well on the floor. He shoots good free throws there. There's really just no weakness to this Arizona team. Nothing that would give Utah state the ability that something to exploit. Heard that so Zona moving on into the East Purdue Memphis. Purdue has a 7-5 center named Zach Eady, who is the only good player on their team. Memphis is a slashing team. They can drive to the hoop. They like to drive to the hoop. If they can get Zach Eady in foul trouble, this Purdue team is very, very susceptible. I'm riding the hot team coming into the tournament. Purdue is my first number one seed ousted. Memphis in the Sweet 16. No shit. I thought I was going to be alone on this one. I'm also going, I swear to God, I totally plan to go Memphis on this, uh, on on the combination of your lack of confidence in the big 10 combined with my love of penny. Yeah. I planned to go. I plan to go Memphis here. Nice. To be fair, to be fair, Purdue did dominate the big 10. They were 15 and five. Then after them, everybody was like just this slum of 500 ish team. Fair enough. That, and that is a fair caveat to give, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take Memphis dog. But um, I want to say that around 70%, if not more, tournaments, at least one number one seed does not make the Sweet 16. It happens almost every year. Yeah, no, I agree. I, uh, I, I, I think this is a great spot to swoop in on a potential one seed upset. <clears throat> I, I believe you have the, the Roberts of the Oral University, the Golden Eagles, uh, against 
I don't know. Do you have, do you have the Raging Cajuns? I as do. Well? Yeah, I've got a twelve thirteen. This is right your here. twelve thirteen. Yeah, this, I actually well, I have two because I joined you on the Drake Kent State one as well. I, uh, Drake Kent State one is fine. I like that one a lot. But uh, yeah, no, I'm. This is gonna be. I'm gonna go with Oral Roberts here. Uh, two years ago, they made it to the third round where they lost to Arkansas. I think they're gonna find a little bit of that magic again. Sweet sixteen bound Oral Roberts. I'm pretty confident saying that they were a 15 seed that year. As a matter of fact, so they have pedigree, and I I'm comfortable saying that they have a lot of guys on on this team that were on that team as well. So they have been around. I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Duke over Tennessee. Um, it's interesting. I was discussing how in the Midwest, I've got nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 in the second round. And in the East, I went blank. I went one through eight. I had no upsets in the East. Wow. Upset free in the East. I didn't even realize that that's in live not, action while we were doing it. That's not a very Nikki Sager way of doing this, but that's what happened. Hey, it's how she rolls. But okay, I guess so we you, uh, we went. So you've upset. got Duke. I've got Oral Roberts here, uh, uh, winning in our respective matchups. Correct. Yes. Correct. All right. So uh, Kentucky, Kansas State is what I've got. And yeah, you said you had no upset, so you have the same. I do. Yeah, I'm riding with Kentucky. Um, I, I it's I like the way that they they rebound the ball. Uh, Oscar Shebway is the number one rebounder in college basketball. Kansas State is a team that does not shoot effectively from the floor. They need to create second chances, and I don't see how they do that against uh, Kentucky. I'll ride with Kentucky as well. I love your point about size. I do think that teams with athletic size tend to do very well in the tournament. Uh, yeah, I'll take Kentucky there. Uh, do you have – who do you got, Marquette or Michigan State? I have Marquette against Michigan State. Who are you taking in this game? Uh, I am going to ride with Marquette because I literally have nothing but upsets in the second round so far here. So I want at least like <laughs> one high seed here. So yeah, I'm going to go with like, cause yeah, I have Memphis, Oral Roberts, Kentucky, and now Marquette as my sweet 16 entries from the East. Um, Marquette's playing good basketball. They're, they're coming in hot. Michigan state is coming in. Okay. Um, here's what I can tell you. And this has a lot to do with why I have Memphis cruising into the tournament and, and and winning some games that most people would not is teams that are hot going into the tournament. They might not always stay hot, but teams that are cold always stay cold, right? If you like limp into the tournament, like you don't just suddenly go on a run after you like crawl into the NCAA tournament. Do you feel like that's fair? I think that's completely fair. Yeah. So Marquette is hot. Uh, Michigan state has, have they been hot all year? Well, like when, I don't know. If you think back to the year the Spartans had, like at what point in the year were you like, this was a hot team at this point in the season? I never felt that way, but it was much more standings watching than mo- than basketball watching as I've alluded to. Okay, that's fair, but I mean, I guess you can still. But you no, they never at, felt you can still look at it hot. that way. Like, when did yeah, they ever no, win eight they, games in a row? You yeah, know what no, I mean? They like, never I felt that hot. I agree. But I'm Marquette. into it, man. <laughs> they uh, they got ousted out of the Big Ten tournament by uh, Ohio State, who I see did not make the tournament. So, like, that Ohio can't State, be like. Ohio State didn't even sniff the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, see? So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Marquette, nice. Midwest, here we go. This is a region that things are wilder for Big Nick. Let's find out if his yeah, second round is it, as wild as his first. Michigan State is 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Yeah, give me Marquette. I'm with you. 
in that time, they lost to Rutgers, who did not make the tournament. They lost to Ohio State, who did not make the tournament. They lost to Michigan, who did not make the tournament. So <laughs> that's not – I'm not sold. I'm not sold on, on that. Big Nick's not sold team. here, sir. No, no, no. No, right, so no, assume, no. I assume we're both going Houston over – I think we both have Auburn here as well. Yes, we do. I think I could, I talked you into Auburn. You did. Live yeah, on did. air. You did live action. Sold me right on it. All right, live so. on air. I think I might have sold you on 12 versus 13 here too, or I know I at least sold you on Kent State. I've got Drake beating Kent State. I love this Drake basketball team. Kent State is fun, but I think this is that choice is more of a product of me not liking Indiana. I dig it. I'm going to ride with Drake here as well. After all, you sold me on this round. I might as well advance one further round with you with them into it. Uh, Iowa State, and for me, Kennesaw for you, Xavier. Um, I actually have Pittsburgh or the Mississippi State-Pittsburgh. Oh, that's so We right. have polarizing yeah. different matchups. First time uh, in, uh, in this round where we haven't had any of the same teams. Uh, second time. We had that in the, in, the, uh, in the East where I had just a couple of – I had Oral Roberts, Lafayette. Oh, you're right. You're right. But nonetheless, yeah, still um, – I'm going to go with Iowa State to advance on my on mine that I have here. I love my virgins getting broken into the tournament, Kennesaw State Owls, and I like them <laughs> to pull off some magic there in the first round. But I think that's where the magic ends, and my Cyclones blow through. Well, the first round is where the magic happens for the virgins, and the second round is where it ends after a, a short run, like most virgins. I've got Xavier moving on. Um, Sound basketball team. Nothing about Mississippi State or Pittsburgh impresses me that much, but I like them to sneak past Iowa State. Love it. Into it. On to A&M, Texas. Penn State at Texas. Again, another virgin run ends quickly. Penn State, after their first win in their first tournament appearance, they lose to Texas. I have Texas advancing over Texas A&M here as well. Um... Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take Texas A&M over Texas here. <laughs> Just sold myself on it live on air. How? How? What happened that made you change your mind? So I was looking at it, and uh, the last time they made it to the uh, the tournament was 2018. They made it to the third round and lost to Michigan. And I am of the Texas basketball is always overrated, even when they are quote good. So fuck them. So yeah. Also, it's, no it's, coach fired their coach midseason. Wow, didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going yeah, with the Aggies here. Oh, their coach's name was Coach Beard. Yeah. Well, not like now. Out, it like was. straight out of straight out of Ted Lasso. Not to be confused with straight out of Compton or straight out of whatever sweatshirt you're wearing at the time, because those seem to be very popular sweatshirts. <laughs> very nice. Yes. Uh, West region. Uh, I think we both have Kansas versus Arkansas here. I have Illinois. I had the big 10 can't, they can't lose every game, but I like, I like the interior play of Illinois. Um, I've got Kansas beating Illinois relatively handily. I would, I would, if this comes to fruition, I would bet Kansas up to 10 points over Illinois. I think they would smoke Illinois. Noted. All right. I'm going to go Kansas as well. Love my sawbacks, my Arkansas razorbacks, but, uh, uh, yep, no, I don't have him beaten Kansas. Great freshman for the Kansas Jayhawks named Grady Dick. 
Great. Outstanding name. For the record, I will probably wind up making a bracket where Arkansas goes to like the final four or elite eight. Favorite uh, thing. Just for the homies, the Kleiches, but not on this one. <laughs> for the homies. For the homies. St. Mary's, for me, uh, St. Mary's at UConn. Uh, no Gales. Double loss for the Gales in, in the first round. I've got UConn moving on. Uh, this is another contrasting style game, much like the Charleston-San Diego State game. This this doesn't necessarily agree with what I've said earlier, but even though UConn is a much more offensive team versus a St. Mary's team that wants to play methodical and slow, UConn with their two seven-footers can also rebound the ball, and they can play D as well, right? They're not just a run-the-ball. I'm sorry. They're not just a run-up-and-down-the-court team. They're a run-score-and-play-D. Um. I'm going to ride with UConn as well. I, I was I was tempted to go St. Mary's here, but I'm going to ride UConn as well. Um, I have a play-in winner here. I took the ASU uh, Nevada play-in winner. Um, I think you did as well, actually. I did also. Uh, neither one of those teams is going to fuck with Gonzaga. Gonzaga is the number one most efficient scoring team in college basketball. They, uh, by a wide margin, actually, they they scored 124 points per 100 possessions, two and a half points ahead of the number two team. Yep, I I also don't have any. I don't have either of them fucking with Gonzaga, comfortably riding with the Zags. Um, are you taking uh, an upset over UCLA, or are you taking UCLA? No, I'm taking Boise there. I'm I'm taking UCLA. UCLA was going to be my tournament winner, but they've had two bad injuries uh in, in the past week they have lost both uh adam bona who has a shoulder injury suffered against oregon and this stacks up right behind their loss of jalen clark both pac-10 all defensive team yeah that's tough Stepping that's guard jalen clark lost in the game against arizona now yeah it's tough to lose two all-conference defensive players Big time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm riding with UCLA here, though. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna take a, a shot here for points. I'm going to go Boise because I'm going to have whoever lose to Gonzaga next anyway. So I'm going to take a stab for some points here because otherwise I would have a region where I've got a 1, 2, 3, 4. And I just don't like having a sweet 16 that's chalk. Uh, Bona was Pac-12 freshman of the year. Clark was Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. The two yeah, combined, tough... the, the two guys combined for 5.2 steals and blocks per game. They don't have Ooh. that anymore. That's yeah, that's a that's... tough, tough loss. Tough loss. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take some take a stab at some points and go Boise there. Why not? That'd be a that'd be a nice set of bonus points there if it happens. Alabama, San Diego State for me. Uh, do you have Furman here? Or did you go Aztecs as well? No, I have San Diego State. Furman would have been fun, but I have San Diego State. Alabama. Um, <laughs> I like San Diego State. Not enough to beat Alabama. Alabama's more complete. San Diego State, good D, okay offense. If you're going to beat right, Alabama, you need you need spark. You need to, you need to be able to go on a run. You need to like have the ability to go on like a twelve to nothing run to beat Alabama. I don't think San Diego State can do that. Heard that. Noted. I'm going to ride with Bama as well. Um, don't have enough faith in San Diego State, like you said, to make a deep run like that against a deep, complete team like you've mentioned. Now, 
I have Baylor, Arizona here. I believe I you have, have something different. I have Creighton, Arizona. Taking Creighton on? What what you doing here? I am taking Creighton to beat Arizona. Uh, I think the Blue Jays can score in streaks. They can play inside and they can play outside. They can shoot from three. They can shoot free throws. Arizona needs to play more of an interior game of basketball. I think Creighton is more versatile. I'm going to go Blue Jays. Wow. I am going to go Arizona here. I've got my Arizona Baylor deal. And I'm about to wind up with some pretty wild numbers in some other regions, I think. So I'm a, a one-two sounds nice to have in at least one region going for it. Zona. Memphis. Oral Roberts for me. I am Memphis Duke. So you are actually an 8-12 to 12 matchup. Number Correct. 8 seed against the number 12 seed. Well... What, what are you going to do? You can you can snag four extra points if you've let the Oral Roberts run keep going. I could, but I'm more devoted to my pen, to my Penny Hardaway run than I am to the Oral Roberts run. This is for '90s basketball people. We're doing it for we're doing it for Memphis. I also have Memphis. Fuck yes, yeah, I have Memphis over Duke. I like Memphis. This is not like a bullshit. Just kind of piggyback your thing. Um, I. This is tough for me because these are two teams that are – these might be like outside of teams that have been dominant all year. These are probably the two hottest teams coming into the tournament that have not been dominant all year that I have squaring off against each other. Uh, I, I think Memphis is is more adept at creating plays. Duke has a first-year coach. I'm not, uh, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that they can hold up to the high-pressure situation with a first-year coach. Give me Penny. Give me Memphis. Fuck yeah, baby. Uh, I've got Kentucky Marquette in the next region, in the next I, round here. I also have Kentucky against Marquette. Uh, I, I'm, I'm taking Marquette here. I, I just, I, I like the way they can do. I guess they're, they're, they're a lot like what I just said. They're, they're versatile. They can, they can score in different ways. Kentucky relies on rebounding. They rely on second chance opportunities. Marquette does not. Marquette can score when they want to score. Yeah, I'm riding Marquette as well for all the reasons that your continued confidence in them is just going to keep me riding along in a, in the region that obviously I've got Memphis going deep in as well. So I don't have the most confidence in teams down in that region. And you seem very confident in Marquette. Ride I think with it. I, I think the Big East is a very strong conference, much like I think the Big Ten is a very weak conference. And they stormed through the Big East tournament. Love like they that. just lit people up. Lit them up. All right. Uh, I've got Houston Drake to start my Midwest out. I also have Houston Drake. I love the Bulldogs. I love Drake. Their run comes to an end. Houston plays, uh, I believe they Houston plays too much lockdown D if Drake would need to score 70 points to win this game. And there's no way that Drake can put up 70 on Houston run ends, but it was fun. Fun run while it happened. I'm right. I'm with you. I too don't have Drake beating Houston. I really like the way this Houston team has been running for a handful of years now. This is a team I've come to be very excited to watch play basketball every year. Uh, no reason to feel differently this year. Cougars. All right. Uh, I've got Iowa State versus Texas A&M here. Jesus. <laughs> All right. I, well, I have, I have Xavier uh, against Texas, so I'll let you – I'll let you do your thing. 
<laughs> I will do my <laughs> thing. Uh, this is I'm gonna go one more round for the cyclones here. One clones, more. clones, clones baby. man. The mini me's. The mini me's. The clones out here. Uh, they made it to the third round a mere couple years ago, or last year rather. Keeping it going, cyclones. Plus, I like getting that song stuck in my head a lot. So, Cyclones. Solid. What do you Texas, have in your much more likely matchup? Texas Xavier is is my much, much more likely matchup. I've been trying to figure out how to determine what I like more about either one of these teams. And I, I can't. They're both efficient. They both play good offense. Texas plays better defense but not by a tremendous margin. That being said, Texas played a very, very weak non-conference schedule. Texas is also a good bit higher on what Ken Palm considers a luck rating. I don't know what the luck rating is. I would, I've, that, there's got to be a way for me to figure out what this means. Um, for the record, as far as teams that did make the tournament, Oral Roberts, very high on the luck rating. <laughs> Also, Alabama, your Alabama team, very high in terms of luck rating as well. Um, I'm going to go Texas only because they play better defense, and I, I need to I need to check my Big East thing somewhere. Somewhere here, I got to slow down, right? That, yes, that makes sense for sure. The Big East is not, not going to own the tournament. They're not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pumping the brakes a bit. I respect what you're doing there. I dig it. So, yep, you're riding with Texas. I am riding with Texas. Okay, so you got a little one-two in the Midwest. One-two in the Midwest. A... It's my only my only one-two that I have. Uh, same, as a matter of fact. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I have one in you the South. You only have, yeah. I, yeah, yeah I only have one in the South, but that will be my only one. Yeah. All right, so down here. I believe we both have the one-four here in Kansas, Yukon. We do Kansas UConn. I gotta tell you, these uh, the U. Uh, I love the Big East. Uh, give me UConn. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta end the Big East thing somewhere, but not with UConn. <laughs> not with UConn. No, I um. I, I, listen, I don't know. I just looked it up. I don't know what the fuck it means. But Kansas was the tenth luckiest team in the country. Uh, I really like UConn. I, I, I probably too much, but I I think they're. I think I, I listen. I listen. I legitimately think they're better than than Kansas is. Plus, I don't know what's going on with Bill Self. Bill Self just had like uh, had a couple stints put in because he had some blockages in his arteries. He might not be back to coach. He might be back to coach. Who knows what's going on there? Give me the Huskies, baby. Give me all those seven-footers. All those seven-foot-tall people. Um, You know, I'm going to go Kansas here. I'm going to go Kansas for one more round. I've got a lot of wackiness on the board here. This one feels like a spot to go a little straighter than compared to the rest of my picks. You could probably so. tone down the insanity a little bit. Actually, let me let me ask you a question. On the bottom, on oh, the bottom you of think, your bracket, what do you what think is, my risk percentage is? That's well, I want what you to I was going to ask. That's now, what I was going to ask. Let's wait till we're done to do risk percentage. Let's wait till we're at the very end, and I want you to guess mine. Okay. But uh, yeah, I do love that little t- that ticker down there. I think it's hilarious. Um, all right, so I'm going Kansas. You're going UConn, and then I've got Zags versus Boise. I believe you've got Zags versus LA. 
UCLA? I've got Zags uh, versus UCLA. Uh, a big rematch uh, from last year. Um, no, that was a rematch from two years ago? It's a big rematch. <laughs> big rematch. Uh, I love UCLA. I wanted to pick them to win. I can't. T- I can't. I can't let them advance past the Sweet 16 when they're missing their their two best defensive players against a Gonzaga team that is number one in terms of offensive efficiency. It just doesn't make sense, Dees. Just doesn't make sense, none. Eggs. Love it. Yeah, I'm going Zags as well. Uh, I, too, am going Gonzaga for me over Boise. And uh, we're into the Elite Eight now. It's Elite Eight team. Elite eight time. Uh, I've got a one, two in the South Alabama versus Arizona. And, uh, I think I'm going to go Alabama. I know big Nick, you're not as crazy sold on them, but I, I'm only going to wind up with one to two, one seeds. So Bama's going to in, in the final four. So uh, I'm going to go Bama. I'm only going to wind up with one and it's not Alabama. So I've got my number six blue Jays, Creighton blue Jays, number six in the final four. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Creighton Blue Jays to the final four. Love it. I'm gonna I'm definitely You've gonna got take them losing Creighton. in the first round. I do. Well, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make another bracket that takes a deep run with them since you seem so confident. So thank you. You've inspired an additional bracket out of me. Good job. But I'm sticking by my guns, man. I made a call. I'm not gonna try to reverse shit, you know. No undoesies, no take backsies. <laughs> All right. Memphis Marquette is what I've got. And I think that that's what you have down in the East. I also have Memphis Marquette. Um, I, I think as much as I love Memphis, the, 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 the run comes to an end in the elite eight Marquette joins Creighton in a, <laughs> a final four matchup of big East teams. Birds on birds on birds, golden Eagles against the blue Jays. Battle of the birds. eh? Well, you know what? I'm going to take one more stab with Memphis here. We're going to keep the Penny Hardaway love rolling. I'm going with with the Memphis Tigers into the final four. All right. I've got Houston, Iowa State. I believe you have Houston, Texas. I do have Houston, Texas, which is fascinating because I could simply be talking about the fact that I have a city – in a state, the uh, Houston, Texas. But no, I'm taking Houston over Texas. Give me the small city over the big state. I thought this would be your 1-1 one, one seed, and I, too, am taking Houston. Yep, I'm, uh, so that's going to be my other one seed here. And then into uh, – I've got Kansas-Gonzaga. I think you have the same. No, you've got UConn-Gonzaga. No, UConn-Gonzaga. No, I'm going Gonzaga here. I'm also going Gonzaga here. I think that um, I, I've been preaching how much I like the seven footers of UConn, but uh, that, Gonzaga's got a pretty good one too, man. Drew Timmy, Drew Timmy, he might only be one, but he's better than both seven footers that UConn has. Zags in the final four. Could this be the year? Could this be the Zags year? Could it be? Best offensive team. Could it be? All right, we're into our um, into the schniz, right? We're into the final four. Yes, we are. We have schniz. We made it to the schniz. My final four consists of a one, a two, a three, and a six, which I think is pretty good in terms of distribution. I like the way that breaks down. 
Yeah, I like that spread. I'm on a one, an eight, a one, and a three. I think that... I think this is going to be a very unlikely year to have, like, many number ones in the Final Four. I think that this this tournament is as wide open as any I can think of in recent history. Yep. I I, I don't disagree with you, but I... Uh... This one fell in the way it did, and I like I like the way it sets up still. So I'm in, I'm keeping it as it stands. But I agree that uh, I would I would not be surprised to see zero one seeds or only one one seed in the final four. Um, so I've got Alabama versus Memphis here in my South versus East matchup, <laughs> and uh, I've I've written down a number, and then I'm gonna write down a different number based on. Clicking what I'm about to click. That does not make any sense. Uh, I'm clicking Memphis, baby. We're going with Memphis to the championship. Did you just like, like draw numbers? Like what? What just happened? Why did you write down two numbers? I'll explain. <laughs> okay. Later. Not now. Not now. All right. And so the, I was writing down the risk percentage change. Going with Memphis over <laughs> Alabama. Well, I gotta tell you, here's 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 what I like about you. When you say you're going to explain something later, you don't make me wait for a long time. Not a long time, buddy. Not <laughs> a long wait. I'm not. Uh, I'm not here to make you suffer. And uh, what do you got? What? So you've got uh, Creighton versus Marquette. Marquette. Yeah, I've got Creighton versus Marquette. And are you going with you your what? white hot Marquette? I know you love them. I do love them. Um, Marquette and Creighton have played twice this year. Marquette beat Creighton by 11 at home. Marquette went on the road and beat Creighton in Nebraska 73-71. to They outscored Creighton by 10 points in the second half. Creighton was handling them in the first half. It is hard to beat a team three times in one year. It is not not an easy thing to do. I agree. Very difficult thing to do. Mm-mm-mm. Difficult thing to beat a team three times in the year, and Marquette will not do it this year. Creighton Blue Jays in the championship game. Fuck yeah, Creighton to the ship. Oh, I love it. I love what you're doing here. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I got I got I got distracted looking at a different bracket of mine for a second because I wanted to see a thing. It, anyway, Houston Gonzaga is what I've got on the other side here, uh, and this is where Houston ends for me. I'm taking Zags to the ship. I also have Houston Zaga. This is where Houston moves on for me. Houston versus Creighton. Nice. I've got Memphis versus Gonzaga. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Is it it's got to be the Zags year for you. Finally, did the Zags it is. finally no, that's, get it done? That's exactly right. That is what this was all building to. I was always going to find my way to the Zags winning a ship on this podcast because I like to say the Zags so much. Zags finally get it done. It's been Houston for me the whole time. I think Houston is the most complete team in this tournament um they do everything 
effectively. They do everything well. They have no weaknesses. Houston beats Creighton in a relatively low-scoring game. We got to put in a total. I am putting in a total of 136. Tiebreaker, total points scored in the game. Uh, it's funny. I, I go 135 every time. That's that's. I don't know why that's like that's just the number I just go with most of the time. And I like, think if you sometimes have, if you the have Gonzaga, Memphis, me. you got to go like 155. Oh yeah, I got to up the ante a bit on that. If those are your two teams, yeah, that's a that's not. Oh a yeah, that makes game. sense. That makes sense. Good call. You're right. I I normally go with like 135, but you're right. This and that's a slugfest. Good call. I agree with you. I will do that. I'm going to update it. I'm going to go with 147. Yeah, I've got Zags over Memphis. And you've got Houston over Creighton. I love that you took Creighton to the to the champ, to the ship. I like Creighton. Love it, man. That's hot and horny stuff. Um, so thank you all for listening to us ramble on for a very long time about our bracket. Um, we're also going to break off into a separate episode, us talking about which mascots would defeat each other (laughs) round by round with this year's bracket. I'm very excited to find out which animals come out victorious in this exercise. We're about to fire off. Uh, I'm going to do a little outro tag here for that, for the episode split, make my life a little easier. want to thank you for listening to D2B2 sports. Check out all the stuff on the social medias at D2B2Sports on Twitter. Like, follow, subscribe, comment on the page, all that standard podcast schniz. Check out other good fun media stuff as well. We've got morons of the multiverse talking Marvel bullshit every Wednesday. Cutting it up about the Marvel Cinematic Universe in weird, nonsensical ways. And after the laugh track every Thursday, getting down with sitcom fandom talk. All those binge-worthy bullshit shows you like to turn on while you're playing on your phone and doing other things. That's the, that's it. Those are the other podcast offerings. Thank you for checking us out. And uh, as a wise word, wise, wise, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was a fucking just mouth diarrhea there. As Willy Wonka once said. <laughs> just, just really lost my ability to speak for a moment. Uh, as a wise man once said. From the wonderful world of Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla, Walla Walla. Uh, you stay classy, motherfuckers. Sweet.